house I don't wanna tell my sponsor Somewhere in my closet Flooded with dirty laundry Got a couple memories I try to black out Leave them in the past of my last, last house With a pots and pans, it's in my kitchen Still I got a sink, it's little with dirty dishes I got like 15 pennies, two pockets of pills on me Drugs on me, bills feeling like blood money And I just can't get clean, so who wanna take a chance on me? Why don't you look around the room, he said Everybody here should probably go be dead And I used to kill me Cause I made it out alive and feel guilty But why am I alive? It's a place where the Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Today, I don't, three, I don't really know two, who this guy is. One, go. Welcome back to the podcast. Wait, no, sorry. Three, two. Welcome back to the podcast. No, everyone. no. It goes five, four. And we're rolling. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Today, my guest is a hip-hop artist, I think. Well, who are you again? Um... I'm an art. I'm an artist. I uh, make hip hop music. I make um, reggae, right? You make reggae music. I don't make reggae music. I wouldn't say country music. I don't. I wouldn't say I make country music. So, um, I got questions for you, though. Wait, this isn't. Mac- <laughs> this isn't Macklemore. Just Is kidding. that a joke about that I'm uh, uh, like a white rapper? You know joke? who I think you are. If I had to describe, uh, this is because I'm because we're both white and we rap in Seattle. No, this is who how I describe you. All right, we're, it's going down. I'm in the lines. Down. Okay, I think, I think I describe you as like, and it, I'm not going to agree, but I feel like you're like a. I already don't, <laughs> don't like where this is going. I feel like you're like the. I wouldn't say underground. Because you're definitely not underground. I feel like you're like the like the local like you're like the people's champ of white rappers in Seattle. You know, like Macklemore. People, a lot of hip hop artists for some reason I hate, think, hate Macklemore for some reason, right? And I, I feel like yeah, you're you're more like you're. A, it seems like you're a more likable version of Macklemore. <laughs> yeah, I think you got it all wrong, man. I think you think too deeply about the scene and like. <laughs> and you think that this that Seattle is bigger than it is, and I'm not the Seattle's anything or the or the the Macklemore anything or the like. I'm a, I'm an artist, and you, I feel yeah. like you compare artists a lot. When I watch your podcast, sometimes I feel like you talk about um, artists and where they fit in in the scene and stuff. And uh, thanks for listening. I no, yeah, no, I listen and and judge the fuck out of it. No, I'm kidding. I I enjoy a lot of what one of the ones I enjoyed recently was um Matthew woke because yes, uh sir. I had never met the guy and he's a very likable man. Um, but yeah, what were we talking about? That I'm fucking Macklemore. I'm just sure. fucking with you. You're you're your no, own I know, guy. I know. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh. You probably, you I, probably I, just, I, I just stopped stopped thinking about like the Seattle scene. Maybe it's because of COVID, honestly. I don't know. But the scene it doesn't feel as much as the scene as it used to be to me. What do you think? Um It used to be me, Nacho, Dave, Gab. Um Dave's Dave's about to, oh wait, I'm thinking of Dave Cheney. Mr. DC is about to be on the podcast on Thursday. That's exciting. That's Dave Cheney. Yeah. yeah but yeah. Dave you're talking about Dave B. I was talking about Dave B, yeah, yeah. Just like I, it used to feel like more of part of a scene, and now I just, uh, uh, I mean, I still work with like my friends and work with who I work with. I don't know. But the it's Seattle like the, scene, like, what do you think the Seattle scene is? Like the sound sessions? Well, I have a qu- no. I have a question though. Do you think, um, do you think there's still like a young Seattle era that you're going to continue, or is that is that kind of done for with you? Um, that is a good question. Short answer is it's not done. I have one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I, th- I think I showed you a snippet of it. Yeah, explain what Young Seattle is for artists, people not in Seattle. I'm trying to uh, explain it in a way that entertains me, also. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, Young Seattle is just—it's it, literally just some shit that I, uh, I wanted to hear a bunch of my rappers that I like really loved on some shit together. With a beat that switches, you know, like if you look at my eighty bars shit, and like I love, I love beat switch ups. Maybe it's ADD music. You like who know? Like I like 
and I like people that sound different. Like if you hear any of my 80 bars, you won't hear one person that sounds similar to the next one coming up. Right. Um, I'm big on that. I'm big on, I'm, you know, I'm big on sounds and feels and vibes and, and um, you know, aesthetics and shit like that more than I am about like um, fucking where you stand in the town or whatever the fuck, you know, that, that I, could, I could give a shit less. If you can rap and you're dope, I'd rather have you on a song than someone huge that I don't think is that filthy. Can you give him? Ex- oh, that was a quick. That was a quick. But I just, yeah, you're, are you getting nervous? Nah. So, uh, can you explain like what do you, what do you mean by you think I compare artists? Um, I think that did I say that you compare artists? Maybe. Well, I mean, you compared me to Macklemore. That was and, a joke. I was just saying because you guys are both white. That's about it. Yeah, Before, after I know, that, but you can't really get. Was, but was it a funny joke? <laughs> I thought it was. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, for the record, not not just not for the record. I don't give a fuck. But that dude is impressive as a motherfucker to me. Yeah, mostly. I mean, his his music's fucking say what you want. You know, um, he makes amazing pop music. But like, there's no denying that you've seen the charts, but. <laughs> just the fact that he was able to blow up and stay with one woman and stay sober and uh like just not live the life of get to live the life of a fucking famous rapper at all and like keep that's just crazy to me and uh impressive and weird <laughs> yeah you were telling me about that yeah it's always been something that's that I think about cuz uh but also, I guess with age, it, you know, because when I I had like a little little taste of local. Have you been thinking about age a lot lately, or what do you think? Because you you brought it up on the podcast. Yeah, I mean, I turned thirty recently. You think that's old? No, but it's just a time where you probably maybe maybe that's why I'm think I think about age. Um, and I I think it's better to talk about it and think about it than to kind of like pretend it's not a thing. Right. Same with death. Oh. You know, like not. It, not pretend that we're gonna be fucking partying and, and here for you know I don't know yeah maybe that's just some Buddhist shit that fucking Alan Watts taught me but it's something I think about but yeah so what are you saying you're saying I'm if it's not comparing because I'm actually okay so the com- the, me- the comparing me to other white people thing was just a, uh. a, a slightly racist joke get it <laughs> um. black people can't be racist I thought I know but okay what if no, we, no, let's not get into this. Um, but <laughs> so in your podcast, you talk to Seattle artists and it's always seems to be about other Seattle artists mm. rather than their art form in a way. Really? Not always. Okay. Just, um, this is constructive criticism. Yeah. Uh, maybe, um, I mean, if you're trying to get ju- like juicy shit, I I love it. You know, obviously, no one else would give a fuck if they don't know these artists or whatever. But like, uh, it like you couldn't ask me about some juicy shit. You know, I, cause what do I you did, mean? like you couldn't ask me a question about how I feel about another rapper and and expect a good answer from me, kind of thing. Right. You know, um, it doesn't interest me. My answer wouldn't interest me. Um, uh, you know, maybe when I was in my early twenties, I would have, I would have like talked shit and, you know, that's, but, uh, yeah, for me, it's just more about my craft and what I do. And, and it's not about, uh, a Seattle or, mm. but it, it used to be, I don't know. Maybe that's a bad thing. Do you think I focus too much? You think I focus too much on drama? I feel like I try to highlight the artist as No. Oh, that but... is another question I had. Are you, are you straight? Yeah. Okay. Ah, uh, damn! You thought I was gay? No, I was. I was curious. Um, damn. No, because I like the way you uh, you seem to in- be very inclusive with your interviews. And um, oh, you're talking about because I have LGBTQ. Plus. Often and that's not often. It's actually more often than a lot of. I think it's. I think that is important. But I am. Yeah. So okay. Okay. Especially because we're in Seattle. Like, if you think about it, there's probably. 
You live yeah. you live on Cav Hill, so I feel Th- like you. That's see- why I think it's fine for me to ask you that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I have no fucking idea. I don't, um, but I, that's something that I think is really cool that you do is is how inclusive you are, and and um, even people that don't have a follow like a big following, you research them and and make them feel um, like somebody worth re- looking into because they are. Yeah. You know what I mean. And I used to be one of those people. Um, I mean, I still am. I'm not, but like you, you would do research that, people, or no, no, no. Like what you do with people would have made me feel really good at a certain point in my career if mm. you did that with me. Like you know what I mean? Like knew about my music and put me on in the cool studio, and you know what I mean? Right. So, um, and that's something that I try to do also um, with you know young the young generation and shit. Like when people ask me to get. When we went to fucking Tacoma like you know I, I'll, if I get a DM from someone and they just kind of seem cool and they're young and trying to do something so I'm coming yep I'm coming to Tacoma I'll do your podcast let's do it and it means a lot to them you know what I mean and it reminds me of me coming up and I just yeah and also that's something that I try to do with the Young Seattle series is um, shine light on on people that you know that my fans don't know about. Right. So what, what do you think about when you're making music? Obviously, you want to reach fans and I hope hopefully people can connect with that and maybe be inspired. But like when you're releasing music and from like a bi- business perspective, you obviously want it to get streams. Are you looking at it like where you're placing like the music industry as, as a whole? Or do you are you looking at like where you place in Seattle? Or like where do you where do you feel like successful? Well, through? Like is so. It, uh, that's a good question because I, I recently got I recently uh, put out a video called um, fuck what the fuck was it called <laughs> Glass House and um, dope video by the way was that your car? Yes. No, <laughs> I have no idea who, whose car that was. The brakes were awful and I was scared the whole time pretending to look cool. <laughs> but um, the the hook on that is very pop and like sort of top forty feeling, and that's. And it, it, that's not me trying to make a, t- a pop hook that's catchy. It's because at the time I, w- I was, I love pop music and I was interested in, the, in um, I think it was inspired by a Mary J. Blige song at the time or something like that. I'm never trying to fit into like a box. I, I'm, I only do what interests me. If that's something that is a little pop, I that's you know like I'm I'm very inspired by pop melody Beatles pop like catchy melodies I, I love um but w- with any of my songs you will find that there will be at least something about it that is different you know and unexpected and that comes with confidence or no because it it I I would never want to make something that doesn't interest me I'm doing this for me right um me me connecting with my fans and talking to them um is also for me I, I, you know like i don't know I, when people when people say like you're so good to your fans type of shit no like i'm i'm doing this cuz you guys are helping me and it you know it's all part of it kind of thing and i love when people comment on my on when I try something new and I put out something new and there'll be all these comments from my fans that are just like, yeah, I love what you put stuff out. Da, da, da. But I love when there's comments from people like stay in your lane or something like those are my favorite ones. Cause it's like, Oh nice. Someone thinks I'm, I'm trying something new and doesn't like it. You know? Cause I'm kind of, I want that. I, I like you want haters. No, 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 no. <laughs> I want to be, I want to be branching out from my lane. But there are a lot of trolls. Those are just trolls, usually, right? Like, are are there are they fans that are reaching out saying stay in lane or? I I more mean when someone says something, yeah, like, uh, don't use auto tune there or um, the, those trap drums. Like, stick to your old, you know, Jay Z. You want my old shit? Buy my old albums. Like, I I like even if it doesn't work, I need to be constantly trying new shit. And I feel like that's where a lot of artists uh, falter. Like their shit right now sounds a little bit like their shit that it, you know it might be really good, 
but wait, where do they falter? They falter from auto tune, or what are you? Saying? No, from not changing. And is this new artists or artists that have been around or what? Because I feel like um, I'm not gonna, I'm not about to name names or something, but like no, but uh, I'm just saying like is how can you? This okay. is probably for artists who have been okay, around. For okay, a while. You know, okay. An example would be you don't have to say an actual artist. No, I know, but like an example of someone good, uh, um, who has stuck around forever would be say Kanye West. Not has any of his. He made College Dropout, also Yeezus. Then try he tried eight oh eight and heartbreaks. Tries things that don't work. Maybe and then maybe in the future people will like him, and that's what makes you stay relevant. And he's not doing it. He's not making anything for. We would all love another college dropout. He knows that. He's not make. He's not doing it for that. He's doing what interests him. But he also probably has enough money at at certain points that he knows he can. Yeah, try. and I, and I guess I could be more ambitious, and the business side of it. I you know I I I enjoy somewhat, but so what are you saying? Like, should I be? I feel like you think, do you think that, that like I'm trying, my goal right now is to like make a hit and blow up like. No. What do you think, what do you think my goal is? I have no idea. Yeah. Honestly, I, I think I like where you're, I think I, I think so um, too. I think I like where you're at and I think, um, I like, you're, you know, you do things that do push, push like your music forward. I don't feel like you're a stagnant artist. I feel like at times you do seem a little niche, but I think with that nicheness, which I think I think a lot of artists, I agree. I think a lot of artists should honestly try to be niche to at least get a strong following, you know. And I feel like you have a really strong following. Like I was, um, I was uh, stalking your old videos from when, when, when that was like almost ten years or more ago when you made that song about your brother, you know. That was like ten years ago, yeah. Yeah, and I, I that showed up in my feed. And people were like still commenting on that. I was like, "Holy fuck!" So like, you have like a really strong audience that really like yeah. is inspired by what you make, you know. And that, I think that is something that a lot of artists should realize that you can you can be happy and make a, a solid living having like a niche audience. But I'm not saying you want to have a niche audience, but you've at least gained success that you have a solid audience that no, you can have a fucking Patreon and, and podcast. I, and, oh, I mean, I know that what I have is insanely rare. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that I make a living doing this shit is 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 is, is one in fucking a thousand. You know, like it's a very rare thing. Um, I take it for granted too much, but I try not to. But like, that's sort of where it started. My first album that had that song it was called Little Man Big City, and it was an album called Brand New Bike. And that album start. I tr- I was trying to make something. I knew I had I I knew I had a a vision in mind and 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 a goal in mind and and uh and it was exciting. I was living in New York at the time. It was a fucking grind, but like it, I don't know, it was so important to me. And then that album I started getting fans. And you know that there's something different when it's not just your friends and when pe- when it's not just your friends listening to your shit and yeah. and commenting on your shit, and then all of a sudden, I remember my first show when people I've never seen before knew all the lyrics to something, and that's when I knew that there's some, that um, something I'm doing resonates with them. Yeah. But I also think it comes from like I'm I'm really I keep telling people I don't. But sorry, but last thing. Also, I would I would do it a thousand, still be doing it a thousand percent, whether or not I was making a living off it. If yeah. I was working anywhere else, I would still be making music. It's some or film or some sort of art, you know. And I, I think that resonates. I think I, I can I could see that. Yeah, when uh, when when people ask me for advice on how to blow up, I, that's where I'm. I'm like, uh, I got no advice for you, man. Um, if you want, if do you love what do you love doing it, then just keep doing it. But like I I tell people that I don't have enough time in my day to really think about like religion or fucking energy or shit like that but i feel like with you i do think there's a thing where if you do if you are really serious about what you're doing and it's not like you know you don't really i don't know how to phrase this but like if you if you're really passionate about what you're doing and you start 
and you keep doing it like you you have you're part of Shankbone like that you knew that was something that you you like doing and you thoroughly mm. enjoyed it so if you think about it when you by the time you released your first album like how many how many years had you already been doing music and like being in love with it you know totally and and also being what does that have to do with religion <laughs> no i feel it comes down to like the energy and like you 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 you're putting that energy in the world where you're like this is something you truly like in love oh no with, man you know? like and i feel like that 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 somehow pays off well yeah but it's also so lucky that cuz back in the shankbone days when I, I so i was going to high school and trying to like get you know c's and b's to like to fucking pass but all i was thinking about was when i got home working on the Shankbone album and working on my music and shit. That's all I was thinking about. But I did not even think about it as a career whatsoever. Right. It, it was totally a passion that I could not control. And, um, and I feel like that's a rare off, thing right? to have. You know, it's it's like, you know, someone who's they're in school and all they can think about is fucking dribbling a soccer ball or, or fuck, you know what I mean? It's like that was my basketball. That was my... That, that's all that that's what mattered to me that you know and and it, yeah i guess in a way it is sort of a spiritual thing yeah. in a way it's sort of a higher power because i've always thought that i've always like known that i, I don't credit myself for like any of my shit <laughs> like for like any of my success i didn't like choose it at all you know um it's it like it wasn't like I'm. An, I, I set out to do something. It was just. I don't know. That now I'm getting into real spiritual, like God shit. Like, oh. but like, you know, Rick Rubin says the same thing. Pharrell does too. They kind of they kind of talk about like, well, we're in the studio. We don't really do shit. We're kind of <laughs> just like being there and getting out of the way and letting the things happen. Like that's kind of what it is. It's letting. It's letting it happen in a way, so and. Yeah, and, and being present for it. So when you were making music, you weren't like looking at other artists to compare yourself to, or like were you just kind of tunnel no, vision when you made it? Or I wasn't comparing. Uh, I mean, I'm sure in the be very beginning, I was. Like, no, I wasn't comparing, at... but I was inspired by everything. I'm still inspired by things. Um, but it was more. I mean, I steal my ass off from like ideas and shit like that. I I think the best artists do, in my opinion. I hear something, I I I'll hear a chord progression and and just love it. But that's hip hop, isn't it? It's like sampling. Yeah, but for some reason, when it's when you when it's when you when it's sampling, it's like <laughs> like it's it's okay, which is like way you're you're literally just taking their you know some of the the big hip hop songs that are just a straight up sample with a like I'm just, you know you, the dude didn't fucking have to do much, um, but yeah, it's it's taking something you know it might be a chord progression and I'll say like damn I got a drum a a, a, a drum uh, rhythm that I feel like would kill on that chord progression. I might record. I'll be in an elevator, record it on my phone, bring it to my homegirl Maggie, and say, "Can you play these chords and make it a little more interesting? Maybe switch one of them up." Um, I'll, I'll I'll add the drums to. You know, that's how a lot of my songs started. Um, and that's kind of goes back to what I was saying. I never. I didn't choose to be in the elevator then. Right. Um. Literally, one of my most streamed songs started that way. Um, chords in an elevator and had someone play it you know i just feel like i didn't have much to do with it <laughs> right i don't know if that makes and, much sense but it's just yeah no i get that it's bigger than me and that's that's why i would never consider being an artist or say i'm an artist at all if anything really have you do you, do you not but i i say is that, it not part of you that wants to be no because you are maybe but like i i think there's an art to what you do for sure. I think, um, like the the g general artist doesn't really think about maybe they think about business stuff, but I feel like a lot of them think about it's more about you know just the craft and truly enjoying what you're doing, right? And I, I enjoy what I'm doing, but when I um as soon as I got out of school, I was like, I need to figure out how to like make a living of off course. it versus being like, I hope my passion takes me somewhere. So I feel like I also make mental. I have, I set like mental milestones 
and I I hope listeners after a while can like see those changes throughout the podcast. Like I, I yeah, uh, you seem like a driven dude. I use the I use the podcast to um just spit out what I'm thinking at the time. How do you feel? So, how do you feel about um putting yourself out there like that? Do you do you get nervous? Do you get uh, self conscious? Well, I think it's time for me to. I want to do it safely, but I think it's time for me to start doing shows because at this point, being in front of a camera, like, I'm next. talking to the camera, isn't really anything to me. And I I I forget that some people are actually like nervous when there's a. Oh man, it was camera. tough for me. Yeah. So, like, but basically, what I'm what I'm yeah. saying is, like, from the first podcast I've ever done to now, I definitely sound way different. My voice has gone a little deeper, but not much. <laughs> but um, your voice got deeper. Yeah. It, what was it like before? Yeah, it's a mess, man. <laughs> but um, with, with that being said, that's not why I asked if you were gay, by the way. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> but with with that being said, like, it I'm it's a it's actual like a a thing I was asking like comparing artists to other artists in the in the music scene yeah. was definitely something that was intentional with, with let me explain what i mean by that like if i would be like okay if uh some newer artist is getting success why isn't like a jar of d getting as much success even though he's doing dope stuff right now he's doing that bad color stuff i think that's what it's called which is which is dope but with that i i um I was trying to, for the first two years especially, until I was able to find my own base, I was uh, interviewing, because the inter- the podcast is as much for other artists as it is for me, mm-hmm. so I was trying to find someone in Seattle that had some answers that would help me figure out how to monetize or or help me have like a solid answer to give to other artists, but what I realized here in Seattle, no one really has, no one can just hand you the magic um, answers right so with that being said I found my own base which is becoming a podcast producer so my goal is for people to start to see the switch that it's going to be leaning a little bit more away from just comparing artists right because I have my base I don't there's there's nothing a Seattle artist can tell me that's gonna unless you know maybe sponsorships and partnerships yeah but, but I, li- I like that that angle you're talking about though when it not not comparing it necessarily but more trying to figure out what it is that whether it's the right image or um or the right um what's it fucking called uh, cosine or right. like what you know what it is that does help you know maybe someone you consider less talented get big you know that kind of stuff is interesting but if you think about it two years that's over a hundred episodes of me asking similar stuff like that so now my next step which I've been doing for the past month and a half is I'm doing three to four interviews a week. Each Damn. interview is a different genre. So for the first two two years, it was mostly hip hop. I had occasional bands on or a rapper on. So I have like three different genres each week. So now the goal is the first the first phase of the podcast, the first two years was finding a solid base that I can grow off of and um, figuring out if there was any specific gems or advice that would truly make me successful and help other people but totally and now that now the goal is to to focus on all the different genres in seattle but i also don't just focus but on just seattle. let me say real quick i want to i want to take back some of it also because it is very important to to start hometown straight up like that's the only reason i um make a living what about like a kenyatta well i'm talking about just me right now like or like you like I was I didn't mean to say you shouldn't focus on hometown music yeah but like, I don't want to seem like a I don't want to feel like a TMZ of Seattle either you know <laughs> I mean I've literally heard like two things two interviews where it's where it had a TMZ vibe and I loved it it clickbaited you in dude I got you on one of them it was the one the Greg um, Cypher one was super funny yeah, that what was that one? Did, did he say something about me? Oh no, he yeah, said, he, he he mentioned said, you. He he said like something about sandwich. Yeah, I don't, I forget what he said. Greg's been my guy for a long, long time. Um, Look at the camera and say, "Shout out, Greg Cipher." <laughs> Greg Cipher, I'm taking you off Young Seattle One, even though that's been out for ten years. No, the first Young Seattle was um, Kung Fu Grip and B, um, um, BFA. There we go. 
but yeah, I um I I try to think everything I do. Of course, I I'm not like a fucking mastermind whatsoever. So of course, some shit is just to do stuff, and I enjoy podcasting. But I I try to have uh, a specific goal in mind with everything I do because I want I want I want to get to a point. Whether it's not even just where do you want to get? Okay, this is turned into a therapy session for you. No, no, and I, just, this and is I a long I'm, episode. I'm into it. I'm into it, but where is is there a? Okay, so you're saying you're moving into shows. Yeah. Um, you want to start putting on shows? Do you mean be as a promoter? Do you mean being a a, a Miss Casey Carter, but a, on a higher level or whatever level? Like, I, I love Casey. You know, do you, like do you have anyone in mind that it inspires you? Not yet. So really? that's why I have to start looking more into that. But okay. I, I have. I can start doing stuff at the Vera Project because that's like one of my, it's like a third studio partnership. What deal about thing? like a like a um, Melly? You know Melly or like a Melly? Melly, um, she did. Remember a sound set? Was that what it was called? The festival in Pioneer Square. I don't know. I have a question for or you. Like, okay, yeah. What's up? When we did our first podcast, that was back in March. Three days, I think it was March. on Zoom. It was like three days before you went to rehab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever think we were going to talk again after that? I thought about it every day. No. And I was like, will we talk again? No, I was going to rehab. I wasn't thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I didn't think we wouldn't talk again. Um, I definitely didn't or wouldn't have predicted that I would be seeing you as much as I do now. <laughs> but see, I but did. I knew that. I did not think it. But that's the thing. Like I, I plan. I'm not. I'm not a genius. Oh, did my. I thought you wore a, a little too much beige, and a li and I thought that um, there was a lot of. <laughs> Dude, I was wearing. <laughs> there was a, a lot of uh, grays and and tones going on. I was wearing a and, beige. Uh, you know, sweater. I wear a lot of color, so I. Th uh, um. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if we'll be able to relate, but um, I thought you were a good interviewer. Oh, um, thank you. I thought, but I also thought that uh, you, I didn't get to know the real you and that I, st I still don't really know if I know the real you. Damn. So. Yeah. Do you think you know the real me? Um, I hope I the time. I think you do. I, I think so. I think you know me better than I know you. Damn. But you got, yeah. I, you got a girlfriend? That's a, that's private. Why? Cause you're gay. No. Okay. <laughs> Damn. Do you really? Do I give off gay vibes? You can be honest. I feel like my voice is kind of not because your voice whatsoever. Really. Um. I think it was because my voice. Because you won't say if you have a girlfriend. <laughs> I keep my family stuff. I'll. Uh, yeah. I. You won't talk about it if you have a girlfriend. Yeah, I keep my family stuff private. I hope I feel like I come off as like a genuine guy that tries to give some about himself. But I feel like it's a mixture. I feel like it's a that's a common theme I hear. Like people feel like I'm genuine, but there's maybe some type of there's barrier. There's a little bit of barrier. Yeah. A little bit of who is Blake? <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's like maybe Just I'm her. You know, have you, you know her when she was like no one knew what she looked like for the first? Oh yeah, I do remember that. Maybe I'm not that deep. But... Maybe I'm her. That's a gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a gay. Um, no, but uh. I don't know. I let, yeah, it's been interesting getting to know you, and uh, cause you. But you know me. I'm just. I'm. I'm a little too open. You. You've seen every episode of my fucking podcast. Yeah. I talk about my fucking addictions and my and talk about jerking off and fucking talk about whatever. You know what I mean? I could never imagine you being like, "Hey, last night I fucking couldn't get it up with my girlfriend." <laughs> yeah, that's a. I. I've never really um. And like that shit that I wouldn't give a fuck about talking about. Yeah, I get that. I'd I've, be like, like my antidepressants right now make it <laughs> my dick not work as well as I wish it did. Does that come with age though? Like, or have you always it's been a, that open? No, I was used to be way more open. I think. Really. Well, me and when me and Nacho were, were running and gunning around Seattle, we were just just crazy fucks talking about what. We weren't really being real. We were just, we would just talk about, just we would just talk shit all the time. Um, and when I say that stuff, I'm, I'm joking around, but I'm also 
like that's life yeah yeah i don't know i guess i just don't care as much i don't know i don't feel like i have any baggage but i feel like no baggage no like demons no, no explain like i like maybe i have i feel like there's a difference between baggage and feeling like there's things you need to work out before you even for like it's not like I have a I don't know how to phrase it I mean you I don't, feel like every moment I'm awake I'm doing this podcast stuff but I'm also thinking about myself not in like in a selfish way but like thinking like figuring like how does that relate to my life how can I make myself better like I'm trying to like and you I gotta feel, get away from that a little bit a little bit break that down um I mean because a lot because that can bring up a lot of self-centered fear a lot of a lot of a lot of too much uh, i matter um my my success matters um more, more than what am i doing for other people what what no i don't mean it in that way i mean it like i genuinely i'm not saying you're narcissistic selfish we all are no but I, okay I, that's fair but yeah. I, but i'm trying to i don't know how to phrase i i like i genuinely feel like i learn about myself through learning through the podcast and like talking to other people that's why and, i do it yeah so and i'm I, I love once i started it like i feel like i'm i'm like constantly like gaining new information and like like how that relate like how there's like okay this person just said that how does that make me feel how do how how did that make other people feel like i'm i'm assessing everything all at once and i'm getting like all this information from different artists from different people from different walks of like life it's a and you're genuinely interested in these, in, in these people yeah that that's what makes it a an engaging podcast you know when you're interviewing someone you you care about you want to know i when i interviewed you i'll be honest i'm going to be completely honest here okay go 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 I, i've heard I, it all no like i just i had no idea like people were excited that i was interviewing you and I just did. I did enough research that I knew about your music, knew a little about a bit about you. But I wasn't. I wasn't really concerned about where you stood in the me- Seattle music scene or like where you were. Like, oh, I thought you were gonna say, because um, you have told me once that uh, when you when when people uh, when when I get brought up, there's always a caveat. There's always a yeah. Uh, yeah that can yeah, happen yeah. sometimes. But I'm I'm saying like I didn't really. When I was when which I was I, talking, which I know is a thing, and but we also we also came to the conclusion that it always happens to be people that have never met me. Yeah, I think you're a good guy. That's that's the that's the main. That's point. not what I'm trying to. I'm not fishing for compliments. No, but I'm a uh, yeah, but yeah. Um, di- before you interviewed me, did you? How how did your perspective of me change? Um, I just felt like once I interviewed you. I just wanted to get to know you better and like be your friend. Oh, nice. That's a good answer. Yeah. Like I, uh, like I, I, I texted you like, like the day or two after you got out of rehab. I was like, Oh shit. I, I know he was telling me he was going to rehab for a month or so. Let me check in on him. You know, like I feel like it's important to check in on people. Yeah. That's I, amazing. I, yeah. But, but um, just, just that this is more than just, let me get, who I can on my pod and yeah like I didn't I didn't know you had on. yeah I didn't know that you had like a strong fan base or like deep ties in Seattle or anything like I did enough research to know who you had worked with but I didn't really know or care at that point who and that makes me mad <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing like I don't I didn't know it, there was even a Seattle music scene until I was like out of high school like I didn't know who the hell you were and I had some friends in high school that after talking to them once graduating, they knew who you were. But like, I had no idea. Um, I didn't know. I knew Macklemore, and that was about it. So that's another reason which it's cool to do this podcast from a very unbiased perspective, because I don't, I didn't grow up listening to you guys. And totally, like, oh, and shit. I and I love talk. I love talking about that type of shit too, because I know that I have a uh, a unique um, perspective on it. Because you know, I'm. Um, not famous uh, but i'm also fairly successful and also didn't never blew up and also so i have all these like um what would you call that like like it, i have an interesting view of just kind of fame music what matters you know what i mean um but you're happy where you are right yeah oh man i mean 
the fat so it's kind of funny like if i get in those because people like me with, with you know got depression issues you can have days or fucking weeks whatever where where everything just seems bad and the exact and then days where the exact same shit seems good so like an example would be like um one day i'm like fuck i'm 30 years old and still just like rapping and shit and then and then the next day it's like i'm 30 and i get to still fucking rap and shit <laughs> this is dope you know what i mean yeah like it's like such a it's it's perspective and um and yeah so i listen to a lot of philosophers and shit that, that remind you the neck you know because those are the negative thoughts uh, there was a time where i wanted to quit this shit because i thought who wants to hear from me like I was thinking bullshit. I was forgetting that that it's something I love and was getting wrapped up in I'm not as famous as this guy. Um, so you did care about that at one point? like if Yeah. You were... Oh, you can't not, man. Uh, um, oh, I mean, if you, if you start comparing yourself to other people, that's the quickest way to fucking <laughs> hate life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, that's something that took a while to learn for sure. Um and and I and then there was a, a point where it was the where I had a huge ego, because um, there was a point where I was, besides Macklemore, probably like like maybe the, the only rapper selling out, the biggest venues and shit like that. You know what I mean? And I, there was a point where I'd put that got to my head, um, and I thought that you know that, and when when when. The facade of that would start dying, you know. I'd sell out. A, I'd sell a show box and be on this high, and then when that starts dying down, I have to find other ways to keep the high up. So that's when I start going to the drugs and the, you know, to, to keep making myself feel like I'm the man and da da da. You know what I mean? Um, but how do you, you kept a name this entire time though? But I feel like a lot of people can they just succumb to drugs and then fade away into the nothingness. Um, I mean, to, uh, it's the same thing I've I've been saying is just, I mean, you don't even like the shit that I'm putting out right now is, is very old, but like I have a, a whole new me coming up also, you know what I mean? Like I, there was a, there was a, a second where I was like, am I going to be the 30 year old banana goop high guy? And then it turned into. I'm fucking excited for my 30s. I get to, you know, um, figure out who I am and create new art that interests me. And, you know, I'm very inspired by, like, the Beastie Boys and, like, the Gorillas. You know, like, people that, that uh, they keep evolving. Beck. Yeah. Fucking, obviously, Kanye, Pharrell. Like, the, uh, Tyler, the Creator, is a great example um, like he made a like a jazzy pop album and then was like kind of bored of that. I'm gonna make a rap album now. Call me if you get lost. Is that uh, yeah, I don't know. You haven't but, listened to it. Uh, was that I'm was that it was that uh the one with DJ Drama. Oh no, I haven't. Uh, I heard some of it, but I thought it was fucking. Fi I just like the <laughs> I just like the the concept that he got DJ Drama to do his DJ drama thing on it and yeah. and Tyler was just like I want to rap now. You know what I mean? Like and he's someone that's going to continue to grow um unlike a lot of people in his camp. You know what I mean? Mm. Um that and that's one that I was just thinking about Wu-Tang recently how fucking weirdly rare how the fuck did so many of those motherfuckers be like come legit artists? Method Man, Ghostface, Red ODB Man. Um, obviously RZA kind of started it, but just like th th that's fucking rare. Out of future, I mean, there's Earl Sweatshirt and Tyler. Um, you can't consider Frank Ocean because he was his own thing before that. But yeah, but you know what I mean. Um, so you're like a music nerd then too. Like you probably. When I was younger, I wish I was more of a music nerd now than I used to be. I used to be obsessed. Um, now I, I I ask my little brother what's 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 popping, give me some I need to, I need to hear shit, cause you know some of the best music comes from when I just hear something that inspires me you know, but it's a lot of my favorite favorite people aren't making shit, like 
that I like. I didn't like Kanye's latest album to be. Uh, um, yeah. Oh, I, I, I want Pharrell to be making some more more, more shit. Um, I, I loved some. I loved. I loved uh, the 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 Kanye produced Pusha T album Daytona. That inspired me yeah. a lot. Just that, like, oh damn, you can just make like an eight track album that's just like short songs that are just dope and you know like trying things um and that's something that i'm still being independent not having a label so let me know if i'm rambling too much or, or wait did you ever were you ever on a label no i've been offered for sure um and right now i actually have a for my first time i have a distribution company that uh so i have a marketing team behind me that sort of um I still have full creative control and and control of the budget, but they kind of, they give me they help me get some playlisting and they, and they give me ideas on where to put ad money. You you gotta these days, unfortunately, it's not the wild west like it used to be, where you could put a video out and maybe the fucking uh, what's it called thumbnail on the video will look good and just get seen by a million people. Like now, sometimes you gotta put a little money in behind it or i mean and, and that's because the labels are trying to still be relevant you know yeah like oh you can't motherfuckers can't do this on your own um so like me meeting you now is yeah. definitely like a total different phase in your life like who you are as a person or do you think you've uh yes and and i wish it was more more of a different phase of eh, i don't know there was a there was a long period when I was around like twenty eight something that I was like when I'm thirty, I'm gonna be fucking straight edge fucking you know, and you think that and then you become thirty and you don't feel any different and you're like all right maybe when I'm thirty one or that kind of thing, um but I'm way different than I was, uh, when I made like the few couple eighty bars and banana goo pie and shit like that, um partly because I was younger then so I could fucking just party my ass off and, and feel fine the next day. Yeah. Um, also, the, the, I, I was interested in, in just kind of rapping about partying and f fun shit. And uh, I think deep, uh, deeper now, not, not that that's a good thing. I kind of wish I was, it was all just kind of ignorance is bliss type shit. But yeah. I feel like, um, how do I? I feel like I learn a lot from you, even though most of the stuff we've done so far is just like podcast stuff. But do you feel like you learned something from me? Yeah, and I feel that's like, what I hope. I feel like otherwise, I feel like I'm just rambling and 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 boring you. Like everything I, like I keep telling people, like everything I I do is just podcast related, like full force. Just I'm either at my studio doing podcast stuff. At my house doing podcast stuff. Wait, podcast stuff or podcast? Stuff? Podcast. Okay. Pod yes. I thought you said podcast. Podcast. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so me, me like on our first interview, you talked about starting a podcast, and then like we, oh, yeah. we, we, we are officially here. We do your podcast. Wow. Um, but that's me doing your podcast. For me, is the way I show that like I care about you as a friend. Like my. Because all I do is podcast, so if I can help other people have a podcast, it's me, it's me, you know, sharing no, man, you, myself. No, you you like. are a huge reason why I have, yeah, and this become a big part of my life now. Um, I mean, it hasn't been that long, but <laughs> but like, uh, there was a little bit of me that was scared it would just kind of stop. Yeah, like I'd get bored of it, or or just kind of, but it hasn't. I like, I love it. Yeah. Um, partial you know that's that's part of the um the, the reason i'm grateful that i never like blew up when i was fucking 18 or something like so, some of these kids these days you know what i mean kids these days uh, yeah but like i have a whole <laughs> life of being a, a human being to talk about you know what i mean you have some crazy stories like oh yeah and oh like ridiculous and uh i love being able to air shit out um, the Patreon thing, if you want, if you're interested in that at all, um, I'm glad I made that decision. It seems very smart for you, especially. <laughs> it was smart. Um, I'm trying to figure out ways to keep it growing. 
Um, but it was definitely smart. Rather, yeah. So how does that work? Because I'm I'm not subscribed to your Patreon. Like, do you do you like talk to your fans? Or is that is that mainly how you talk to fans? No, like for real. Like, is that why are you subscribed to my fucking Patreon? I'm not. It's Three dollars a month. Jesus. Give me something to throw at him. Ah, <laughs> uh, now I'm subscribed. All right. Well, subscribe. Um, no, so it's yeah, it's basically I I. Like, what do they say when you say some of your episodes? Like, are people like, holy fuck, or like, what? No, it's more, the, the only people that watch my shit are people that know, like, f- feel in, invested in my music and, 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 and want to know my journey and, um, and, and, and relate to it. And it's people that I want to hear it, you right. know, rather than people hate watching or fucking, um, I don't know, and and also part of it is because I feel like if I'm gonna put this work in, I wanna I, I wanna get paid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and not just get paid, but like, it's a way for people to support an independent artist that they really care about. Because you know, for a while I was uh, I was only thinking about expanding the brand, and then I I at a certain point I realized like how lucky I was to have this sort of cult following of a small loyal people that really actually, you know, they, they know all the words to my whole catalog of songs that I don't know, you know what I mean? And, and these people, and I love meeting these people on tour. That's, that's what I love about tour the most. Um, I'm getting off topic, but like that's sort of what these sort of Patreon things are for is people that genuinely care. Because yeah. I don't really give a fuck about who watches this shit if they're if they're just watching to like, but you know. Yeah, it's a, it's a very uh, it's it's I have a great time producing your podcast and I. Oh yeah, yeah. That's I, why you don't have to subscribe because you get to see them all. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's exciting for, because like I said, you do you definitely are a super well known artist in the Seattle area. You know, like I think a lot of people would. For real, I think a lot of people would like die to be in the same room with you and see if they could collaborate with you, especially up and coming like d- various generations of artists, newer artists, like even like you working with like I'm not saying Django is a completely new artist, but you know like the newer generation of artists, close similar to my yeah, age, they know it, who you are. And it always surprises a. F- it's like when Django, for example, when I got on his song and he 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 was so sweet to me and and just told me how big of a fan he's been for so long and um. And uh, was trying when I did the video with him and things weren't going all that well. He was, you know, really nervous that because we were having to wait around and shit. And I'm like, dog, I've done independent videos for so long. I'm good. I'm chilling. It's yeah. all good. The van's not working right now. It'll it'll be all right. Stop stressing, you know, because like I know how that is. And and it, I guess, uh, yeah, I guess it it surprises me in a sense because I still. F- and we'll always feel like that that guy, that. Uh, but it's because you put in work ex- to do that. Is it because of the young Seattle? Like, what did I know? It's no. going back to asking, like, what did you do? But like, no, 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 it's not the young Seattle shit. Um, there's little. I mean, to it, in my opinion, to be honest, um, if I was more ambitious, I I could be a lot bigger than I am now. If I was more, you know, making fucking freestyle Wednesdays on YouTube or, or like like there's a lot of shit I could do but I I, I only like to do what things that interest me you know yeah um you know like that's part of, like pa- the Patreon thing I'm not making clickbaity stuff for YouTube to try to you know it just doesn't that doesn't there's no artistic there's nothing artistic about it to me, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it's been a, uh, all my managers have been mad at me so many times, you know. About Patreon? No, no, just about things like that in general. Like, yo, where's your TikTok dance, dog? Like, mm. like all that type of shit. And I'm like, I'll do it if I like, if it interests me. But like, uh, I'd rather work on this song that I think is really cool right now with my friend Maggie, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Um, but that comes with confidence too, though. I think you, and that's part of the reason why why I have a little success. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's a weird weird balance because it's because also it's part of the reason why I don't have like a huge single on a uh, 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 fucking whatever, you know. <laughs> but that's that'd be yeah. I I think there's like so many things that could make Seattle like a hot spot where like what if we do have like eventually like filmmakers that are using your song in whatever you know, you know my like, dad was a filmmaker it oh. still is yeah a Seattle filmmaker he was the OG but yeah look up Greg uh, Lachow it's actually pronounced Lachow but G-R-E-G-G Lachow so your name's actually Lachow 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 yeah and you just do it because like people aren't cultured enough, or what? <laughs> um, no, because uh, my band teacher in um, seventh grade, Mr. Nat, he's actually a really well-known band teacher at uh, Washington Middle School. I was playing snare drum, and he would go, uh, um, uh, "Pick up the pace, Lachow," and I'd say, "Oh, it's actually Lash Out." All right, shut the fuck up, Lachow. <laughs> and it, and then I just was like, "All right, it's Lachow," and then uh, I was, and then Shankbone started, and then at some point. Um, I met a guy in my first year of college before I got kicked out of college who said, We're, can I manage you and, and you, Sam LeChow, be a solo thing? And I was like, "That's I don't like the name. I don't like, like, I don't know. I was very hesitant, you know? Yeah. And um, but that's kind of just what happened. And now we're here on the next yeah. podcast. And, yeah. I still wish I had a cool name like Nacho Picasso or something like that. <laughs> yeah. That was so dope finally meeting him. He's a, I can't even, I can't, I really, it's because I'm so removed from you guys. Like, just me being around him and being around you, I, I, it's crazy to say I can't imagine you guys talking. Me and him? Yeah, isn't that crazy? That's how far removed I am from your guys' era of, like, doing shows and stuff We have like a weird that. relationship. Because he's, like, to me, he's, like, one of my best friends. But he's also, like, my big brother. Like, he, he, he's taught me a lot and he, uh, helps me a lot. I, I, I. I can text him anytime about some. We only talk about like deep shit, kind of, or funny shit. But um, he's one of the better people I know. Um, yeah, just gonna say that. Yeah, he's a re- he's a really, and he's, he's smart, empathetic, good guy. Yeah. Yeah. I like him. That's why. He, yeah, you don't. He doesn't have enemies like that. But um, to the. To the podcast point, like when I produce in your podcast and you post a clip on your Instagram, whatever, it's very, it's very exciting for me, and I feel like make a good duo, you know. Like when I when I see like hip hop Seattle like reposting that shit, which is like I'm like, oh, yeah. people people get so excited to see that you're you're doing stuff, you know. I mean, it's it's amazing for content. I'm still what do you, I'm still tinkering between I feel like we've been going a long time but I'm still tinkering between like should I be putting these out more publicly um and I feel like that's where it's headed to be a little more public but then have my patreon be for the more real shit um this is just an episode to promote Sam's patreon <laughs> <laughs> no no but I love yeah this, this is what's this is what I what I don't do my 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 podcast is me uh, f- trying to scramble around and entertain the camera for <laughs> fit fucking seventeen minutes. You, you know what I mean? Do you it's like different. talking to people though, or like, do you think you'd ever interview people? Um, yeah, but it would be um only if it interests me. Like that's why when <laughs> I when I started talking to you, I got right down to business and said, "What? The, so what's your deal?" <laughs> well, I don't I know if you have a girlfriend or not. What's up? You gay? You, uh, what, your family rich? Like, I want to know the real shit. I'm not interested in how'd you get started. That is, I mean, unless it's a good story. But you know what I mean? Yeah. I like, I've always, I don't know. Um, Like, if one more motherfucker asked me if I'm excited for tour. Um, Wait, well, you're going on tour? Are you excited? <laughs> I Like, I just say, uh, I just say no. Now, you know. <laughs> Uh, I'd, I'd rather talk about something interesting see man we do a podcast every time there's something impactful happening in your life yeah. first it's the rehab and by the way sorry the what time is it Great. <laughs> 1130 okay oh, shit. no worries but yeah, um, yeah. overall I just want to say that I uh, I appreciate you in my life and I hope that we continue to 
become close buddies. Man, I appreciate you saying that so much. And uh, I, right back at you, not just saying that, you've really helped me start, you fully helped me start this, my <laughs> little, my podcast thing, which, you know, is just, just getting off the ground. But uh, um, you've made me so much better at it. You've given me a platform to do it. Um, don't tell them, but you fucked me up with a little bit of deals. Um, fucking, I, yeah, whatever you need, anytime, I got you. Yes, sir. Well, uh, yeah, this is uh, the NAS podcast, and uh, I'm here with the one and only... Sam LaChow. Uh, actually, Sam Lachow. Shut up, LaChow. And let's just promote your tours just real quick. I got a tour coming up. Man, see every show. It's going to be a blast. Seattle sold out. Tacoma's not sold out. Woo! Are you excited? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's the NAS podcast with... Shut the fuck up. Sam Lachow. <laughs> I'm not excited for my tour, but come to it. No, it's going to be a great tour. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.